from Compass Media Networks, this is America's First News. This morning with your host, Gordon Deal. Courtroom fireworks. Good morning, I'm Gordon Deal, along with Nicole Murray on this Friday, February 16th. Glad you could be with us. Here's what we have for you this hour. The prosecutor in the Georgia election interference case is defending herself against accusations of an improper relationship. Police in Kansas City say an apparent dispute between juveniles is what sparked a deadly mass shooting at the Super Bowl parade. Desperate to keep out potential Palestinian refugees, Egypt is reportedly building a walled enclosure near the border with Gaza. And the massive study of 10,000 Americans to see how different people respond to different diets. 500 of those people will actually be living at scientific facilities around the country for six weeks where they'll be eating precisely selected meals and undergoing hundreds of medical tests. And it's all part of an effort to basically help people figure out what they particularly should eat. Andrea Peterson of the Wall Street Journal on the attempt to help Americans get healthier by undoing years of confusion about nutrition. Intense, awkward, combative, and emotional. Just a few of the words that would describe the testimony yesterday involving Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, who's overseeing the Georgia election interference case against Donald Trump. It's her romantic relationship with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade that defense attorneys allege presents a conflict of interest that should force Willis off the case. It's highly offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. Allegations of misconduct have put top prosecutors' private lives into the spotlight, forcing them to answer deeply personal questions in court. You started dating shortly thereafter, correct? A lie. That's one of your lies. Willis is set to return to the witness stand today. It's unclear when the judge might rule on whether Willis and her office should be disqualified from the case. Authorities in Kansas City say a personal dispute between several people led to the mass shooting at the Chiefs' victory parade, killing a mother of two and injuring more than 20 others. Nearly a million people were estimated to have been in downtown Kansas City on Wednesday when gunshots sent scores of people running for cover outside Union Station, a historic depot. About half the victims are under the age of 16. Dr. Mark Steele is a trauma surgeon at University Health. Five of those were dismissed from the emergency department last evening. Three individuals remain in the hospital. One is in stable condition. The other two were admitted in critical condition. They remain in critical condition in our ICU, but they both are improving, so that's good news. Officers detained three juveniles, but have released one who they determined was not involved. Bullets ripped through the crowd near the end of the parade after hundreds of thousands walked several miles to the heart of the city's downtown to Union Station for a rally. The Biden administration says Russia is pursuing an anti-satellite capability that represents a serious concern but does not present an active threat to American safety. The system is still in development. Officials have declassified some intelligence at the behest of a member of Congress. The intelligence the White House declassified was limited, and National Security Council spokesman John Kirby didn't confirm if there's any nuclear component to the Russian anti-satellite device. We plan to engage directly with the Russians about this, uh, and uh, as well as allies and partners. And as I said, we'll continue to work through what uh, our next steps and our approaches might be. The disclosure by the White House came a day after Ohio Congressman Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, issued a cryptic statement about an unspecified, quote, serious national security threat to the U.S., 
National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan briefed top lawmakers of Congress yesterday. Russia has cast the situation as an attempt by the Biden administration to get lawmakers to pass additional aid to Ukraine. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Friday. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook and X at This Morning with Gordon Deal. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell sees a significant victory in the Senate's passage of aid to Ukraine and Israel, saying the resolve to deter foreign aggression is, quote, the single biggest issue we've had in a long, long time. It's also a victory against Donald Trump. The Senate bill was approved Tuesday in a 70 to 29 vote, but it faces an uncertain future in the House. More about McConnell's role from Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill. Alex, what's he saying? As far as he's concerned, it's a must-pass bill. And even though the majority of his Republican conference doesn't support it, you know he's willing to take some hits from his critics in the conference to get it done because he doesn't think uh, the country has any other option. Yeah. All right. So this was sort of uh, him against Trump here to a certain extent, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, as he pointed out, Trump was making calls to Republican senators, urging them to uh, uh, oppose the bill. And so, you know, Trump is the you know, clear favorite to win the Republican nomination. So the fact that you had you know, Trump on one side lobbying senators to vote against it, um, McConnell felt that it you know, kind of came out as a draw, or at least, you know, he's taking it as a victory that he was able to get, you know, 22 Republicans to vote for it, including himself. You know, given that Trump was whipping, actively whipping against it. Yeah. And I mean, it's likely it's not going to pass in the House at this point. Well, I think I think it's a little too early to rush to judgment here. Okay. Um, you know, uh, we don't know what Mike Johnson's going to do. I mean, granted, he is talking a lot about adding border security uh, to the to, to the Ukraine funding package. But he hasn't issued any Sherman-esque statement, uh, you know, saying that this thing is DOA in the House. And McConnell, you know, in our conversation said that, you know, the only advice he would give Johnson is, you know, please let the House vote on Ukraine funding. He's confident, McConnell's confident that if Johnson actually brings this bill to the floor, it would it would pass with a large bipartisan majority. Wow. Maybe maybe not a majority of Republican uh, House Republicans, but it would get a, ma- a big majority of the House. So I'm not sure whether Johnson's ready to let, let this thing die. Um, and by the way, Republicans I talked to in the Senate, including Tom Tillis and others, think that it would be you know, really bad politics for the Republican Party to let to abandon Ukraine and then, you know, watch uh, you know, Russian forces, you know, make big advances, uh, you know, right through the election. Mm. We're speaking with Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill. His piece is called McConnell on standing up to Trump and GOP critics on Russia. So you, you hinted at that in terms of uh, Russian expansion uh, and McConnell referenced that like his his family history, right? His father fighting in World War Two. Yeah, I mean, he, he started our conversation right off the bat by telling me that you know his father was a foot soldier in George Patton's army, and he still has the letters that his dad wrote his mom, uh, you know, during World War II and after World War II. He said his father uh, came face to face with the Soviet Red Army um, in Pilsen, Czechoslovakia, after the war, and you know, told his mother even back then. Uh, that the Russians were going to be a problem. So, you know, he's really um, 
you know, following his dad's footsteps and trying to you know, contain Russia. And, you know, his argument is that, look, there have been divisions in the Republican Party, you know, going back to the 30s, going back to World War One, about just how involved the United States should be in global, you know, protecting the global order, uh, protecting global peace. And, you know, he pointed out that in the 1940s, there was a debate, you know, between, um, Robert Taft, who was a Republican senator from Ohio, the most prominent Republican in Washington, released in Congress at the time, uh, he opposed setting up NATO to contain Russia. Um, he eventually lost the argument to Dwight Eisenhower, who became president in the 1952 election. Uh, NATO was set up. It helped the United States win the Cold War. And so McConnell thinks that we're at a similar inflection point now. Boy. All right. Uh, you also brought up in the story, uh, he is 82, Mr. McConnell. Uh, a well-known fall he suffered last year, right? Concussion, I think, uh, cracked a rib. Does I mean, how does he appear since well, since I mean, we since we discuss the age of, uh, of of politicians these days? So McConnell turns eighty-two on February twentieth, so he's he, his birthday is a few days away, uh, and you know he he looked healthy to me. I didn't see any physical trace or a hint of, of, of the concussion and fractured rib he suffered in that fall uh, nearly a year ago. It was March. At the Waldorf Astoria at a private event, he fell, suffered that concussion, was rushed to the hospital. You know, he missed weeks of work at the Capitol. He went through rehabilitation. And, of course, he had those two moments last year where he froze in front of cameras. Yeah. And that prompted a real flur a furious speculation. But McConnell looks good. He looks healthy. I mean, he's 82. And so, you know, he he, he can't slam dunk a basketball. But um, he looks he looks like he's uh, sharp and, um, and and ready to continue as leader. Thanks, Alex. Alex Bolton, senior staff writer at The Hill. 20 minutes after the hour on this morning. Here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one. White House spokesman John Kirby confirmed Russia is developing intelligence related to what he called an anti-satellite capability. Kirby declined to answer whether that system would be considered a nuclear weapon. The spokesman did say there is no immediate threat. This is not an active capability that's been deployed. And though Russia's pursuit of this particular capability is troubling, there is no immediate threat to anyone's safety. Number two. Former President Donald Trump's first criminal trial will begin with jury selection starting March 25th in New York. The judge on the case denied Trump's motion to dismiss the charges surrounding hush money payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels in 2016. Trump to reporters outside the Manhattan courthouse. I'm going to have to sit here for months on a trial. I think it's ridiculous. It's unfair. A trial that legal scholars say there's no crime. The justice said the trial is expected to last about six weeks. Number three. Preliminary findings suggest a dispute amongst several juveniles resulted in the shooting at the Super Bowl victory parade that killed one and wounded at least 20 others. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves. We have subjects detained, two of which are juveniles. We are working to determine the involvement of others. And it should be noted we have recovered several firearms. Special counsel Robert Hur is scheduled to testify in a public hearing before the House Judiciary Committee on March 12th. This news comes after House Republicans requested his testimony, audio recordings, and transcripts related to Hur's investigation into President Biden's handling of classified material. President Biden has not been charged with a crime. 
There has been a massive number of layoffs in the gaming industry, but Nintendo's CEO is handing things differently. The executive announced he will be cutting his own salary by 50% instead of laying off employees. He does not think a decrease in employee morale is worth the short-term financial gain. That's a rarity. How about that? If only all people functioned this way. Is that right? If only... I mean, 20 million versus 10 million, is it really that different? (laughs) Thank you, Nicole. Getting older used to mean losing strength, maybe losing stamina in the office or bedroom. Hey, guys, it's Gordon Deal. Excited to share that Nugenics Total Tea is helping me and guys everywhere crush the stigmas of age. For me, that afternoon energy drop? No longer. Nugenics Total Tea Testosterone Booster will help you re-energize your life. Try Nugenics Total Tea for free before you buy. Get your complimentary sample when you text 231231 and enter keyword Gordon. Nugenics Total Tea is backed by years of science to safely maximize your free and total testosterone levels. Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231231 and enter the keyword Gordon. Text now and you'll also get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, the most powerful fat incinerator ever. Text 231231 and enter keyword Gordon. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Number one, doctor recommended brand by primary care physicians based on independent survey. Glad you're with us. This portion of the program is brought to you by Dell. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech, like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors. Amazing prices await at dell.com deals. Homeowners are sitting on near-record home equity, but tapping it is more costly than it's been in years. Strategies from Elizabeth O'Brien, personal finance reporter at Barron's. Elizabeth, how much do we have? Near record amount. It's not quite at the record, but it's quite high. I believe it's in the $30 trillion vicinity, so it's, it's a lot of equity. But the double-edged sword is that it's never been, well, it's more expensive to tap than it's been in a long time. Right. All right. So when we tap it, we're thinking of things like a, a home equity line of credit, for example, right? Walk, through, walk us through that. Yeah, exactly. So a home equity loan is a lump sum. Unlike that, the home equity line of credit is... As it sounds, it's a line of credit that you kind of tap when you need it. It's almost like a credit card in that respect. So, um, you know, you can take one out. You don't necessarily have to use it right away, but you can use it when you have a need. A lot of people think that they're well-suited to funding home renovations, especially like aging and place renovations. You referenced something uh, called the the lock-in effect here as part of all this. What does that mean? Yep, that's what we are seeing a lot of these days, and it, it's just, of the housing market is gridlocked, right? So if you are sitting on a mortgage that's 3%, then you um, you probably don't want to move. You don't want to trade that in for a mortgage that's now around 7%. So you're not putting your home on the market. People who want to buy, there's less inventory as a result. And, you know, things are sort of gridlocked. And that's one reason why people who, a lot of retirees are finding that they can't downsize and save money like yeah. they used to. You know, yeah. it's it's not a reliable way to tap that equity. So, you know, as an alternative, some people are turning to the home equity line of credit. Mm. All right. So uh, kind of, what's a smart way to do this? Well, you know, shop around. You can get, you know, the average HELOC rate right now is 9.27%. And in order to get the best rates, you have to have decent credit, pretty good credit, like at least a 740 um, credit score to, to get those the best rates. And, um, and then, you know, realize what you're getting into, you know, they're variable rate loans. So they are going to reset when the Fed 
you know, changes interest rates. Now, the good news is that we are likely at peak interest rates. The Federal Reserve is probably going to start lowering them at some point this year. So rates on HELOCs will likely go down. But, um, you know, read all the fine print. I had an advisor tell me that their clients brought a HELOC, were shopping around for HELOCs. They found this great rate. And they didn't realize that that rate that they were quoted was a teaser rate that was only good for, what have you, six months or something. So wow. make sure you, yeah, and they were going to, you know, they would have, that would have been a rude shock when it reset way higher. Right. So make sure you read the fine print. We're speaking with Elizabeth O'Brien, personal finance reporter at Barron's. Her story is called Homeowners Are Sitting on a Ton of Equity, How to Tap It Wisely. You said, too, that uh, even homeowners who can afford to pay for something like remodeling outright might not want to liquidate part of their portfolios and potentially owe capital gains tax. Explain. Yeah, exactly. So let's say, you know, you have your financing a, a big um, home renovation, or even I talked to one advisor whose clients were building their dream home. Thanks, Elizabeth. Elizabeth O'Brien, personal finance reporter at Barron's. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, they provide real-time product availability online and have sourcing specialists who can help you track down hard-to-find items. And their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The news without the nonsense. You're listening to America's First News this morning with Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Friday, February 16. Gordon Deal with Nicole Murray. Some of our top stories and headlines. Police in Kansas City say the mass shooting at the Super Bowl parade started as a dispute between juveniles. An informant who claimed President Biden engaged in a bribery scheme during his VP years has been arrested on charges of lying to the FBI. Retail sales fell 0.8% last month. Water levels at Lake Mead are at their highest in nearly three years. Caitlin Clark of Iowa is the new women's college basketball scoring champ. And now a, high, uh, a school bus driver went above and beyond for a first grader in Louisville. That story in about 20 minutes. If you're sometimes confused about nutrition, you're not alone. That's why 500 Americans will be living at scientific facilities around the country for six weeks. Part of a larger study in which participants will be eating precisely selected meals and undergoing hundreds of medical tests. If the study succeeds, it could help Americans get healthier. Insight from Andrea Peterson, health and wellness reporter at the Wall Street Journal. Andrea, 500 in-house, but many more elsewhere. Actually, there's 10,000 Americans that are signed up for this study, which is one of the most ambitious nutrition research projects that the NIH has ever undertaken. And 500 of those People will actually be living at scientific facilities around the country for six weeks where they'll be eating precisely selected meals and undergoing hundreds of medical tests. And it's all part of an effort to basically help people figure out what they particularly should eat. You know, scientists sort of agree generally on what a healthy diet is, a lot of vegetables, fruit, whole grains, lean protein, but there's a growing amount of evidence showing that people respond, different people respond differently to, to foods, yeah. everything from bananas to bread. And so what they're, they're, they're doing is trying to figure out what, you know, how to predict how 
individual people will respond to an individual diet. It's, it's why I guess certain diets work for some people and others don't, basically, right? Right. And what the hope is, is that, you know, basically chronic diseases linked to our diets are on the rise. You know, now more than 40% of Americans age 20 and over have obesity. Um, the number of Americans that have diabetes is up to. So, and the hope is, is that by having this personalized diet information, you know, this, this is a plan that is going to help you maintain your health or actually prevent or even reverse disease, but that will also be, um, you know, we'll urge people to actually stick with it because if they're seeing results, if they're seeing that their blood pressure is going down, if their blood sugar is dropping, that they'll be more likely to actually follow the advice. Mm. We're speaking with Andrea Peterson, health reporter at the Wall Street Journal. She's got a good story called What Exactly Should You Eat? Inside the $190 million study trying to find the answer. All right, so th- th- you profile this guy, uh, Kevin Elizabeth, 28-year-old right. uh, tech worker right. in Baton Rouge. Right. Boy, explain right, what very, he's very going through. Generous. Right. So, so, the, so the, you know, this is a pretty rigorous study, and it's fairly intense for those people who are um, doing the the sort of smaller subset of the study where they're actually living in these scientific facilities um, where they're monitored and given, you know, precise meals um, and have all these medical tests done to see how their body responds to these various diets. So researchers are actually testing three different diets, one of which is kind of your typical American, not so great for you diet, uh, where it's high in ultra processed foods and added sugars. Another diet that they're testing is a lot of fruits and vegetables, whole grains, fish, um, some dairy, and then another one that is high fat and low carb. Um, so those are the three diets that, that they're testing. And so the people that are that are living at these scientific facilities are going in for two week stints, where they spend two weeks on the three different diets. Wow. So they're there for a total of six weeks, um, but with but with sort of a, a buffer kind of in between the diet so that they can kind of reset. And the kind of tests that they're undergoing, I mean, it's, it's really exhaustive. Um, uh, they're doing, you know, lots and lots of blood tests that to show, you know, they're looking for um, how their body responds to the food with, you know, things like insulin levels, glucose levels, inflammatory markers, um, genetic you know, they're looking at genetics as well. Um, the, the participant that I, that I talked to, you know, he was, he was wearing a heart rate monitor, a device to record his physical activity. He had a continuous glucose, glucose monitor on him to measure his blood sugar. He, while he was eating breakfast and after he had actually an IV stuck in his hand because he had nine different blood draws um, over four hours to measure how his body responded to this this breakfast of frosted flakes and um, something called a tater tot egg bake, which is exactly what it sounds like, this amalgam of tater tots and eggs. Thanks, Andrea. Andrea Peterson, health reporter at the Wall Street Journal. 
Make this the year you kick a bad habit. Ever tried and failed? Yeah, me too. Here's a new strategy. Try Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. I have one. It's really cool. Fume is a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your nasty habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, helpful for de-stressing. Visit tryfume.com morning. That's F-U-M, Fume. Try the journey pack at tryfume.com. Dot com slash morning. Fume is giving listeners 10% off when they use my code morning to start the good habit. Tryfume.com slash morning. Plus, Fume's just released a magnetic stand for your fume, so there's no more losing it around the house. It's built with fidgeting in mind. You can spin your fume around on it. Tryfume.com slash morning. Today's mic drop is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call a Dell Technologies advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Hey, Gledge could be with us. Welcome into Friday. It is time now for the mic drop with this morning's Dom Savino. Good morning. Well, for the latest example of crime-stopping ingenuity, we head south to Peru, home to some of the world's savviest cops and some of the world's most gullible criminals. On Valentine's Day, one alleged drug dealer in the capital city of Lima got more than she bargained for. Somebody was wearing a fuzzy bear costume and appeared outside her house, calling her out with a heart-shaped balloon, a box of candy, and a sign saying in Spanish, You are my reason to smile. The woman came to her porch to find out who her costumed lover was, only to find out it was a Peruvian police officer. That cop, still wearing the fuzzy bear costume, then cuffed the woman on drug charges. Police later found several stashes of heroin and other opioids in and around the house. It's not the first time Peruvian police duped a dealer. Back in December, an officer from the same drug fighting unit dressed up as Santa Claus to distract alleged criminals at a drug house while his colleagues stormed in through the back door. Nice. So here's the difference, I think, between criminals and the cops. Cops get training. <laughs> this is true. Like, the criminals need to be better at training. Like, in class, you know, 101, for example, should be when a fuzzy bear <laughs> shows up at your front door on Valentine's Day and you're not expecting anybody, it's probably best to not answer the doorbell. Healthy <laughs> dose of skepticism. <laughs> this is great. Is there a video of this? Because this, there is, is. Uh, this is classic. Yes. <laughs> the, classic. the woman looks uh, unpleased, to say the least. Yes. Yes, I can imagine. And then they find, of course, all this stuff in the house, which just justifies everything. Right. That's that's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. So win one for the Peruvian police. Yeah, a takedown by a cop in a fuzzy bear costume. Yeah. <laughs> that's a new low. Yeah, you, you're out. You're now out of the criminal gang enterprise. You're, you're dismissed. Back to 101. Right. <laughs> and we've got a positive update on a story Mike brought to you recently. It centers around a French man and his Guinness World Record dream. That man, named Richard Plode, spent more than 4,000 hours assembling a model of the Eiffel Tower using more than 700,000 matchsticks. Plode submitted his tower to the Record Bureau, but he was initially denied because he used commercial matches rather than ones available to the public. Well, after swift backlash from the matchstick model-making community, Guinness World Records has granted him the title of the world's tallest structure using matchsticks. The Bureau apologized, saying it was too heavy-handed in applying its rules. The Eiffel Tower model stands more than 23 feet tall and required 50 pounds of glue to construct. 
The man says the ordeal has been an emotional roller coaster, but he says he never lost hope because for eight years he's always thought he was building the world's tallest matchstick structure. It is remarkable. His effort is remarkable here. Have You've seen the pictures of this thing, yes. right? It's incredible. Yes. It is incredible. So Mike and I were saying on the show, just create a new category, you know, for, I don't know, building an Eiffel Tower with matchsticks that were commercially right. produced. <laughs> for, for goodness sakes, an eight-year effort, right? I, <laughs> Give the guys something. I can't imagine spending a decade working on something right? with matchsticks. Well, what happens if a gust of wind comes through and it just all falls down? I, don't, I, I presume that thing is... In some windproof <laughs> basement closet or something? I don't know. It's it's a bunker. It's incredible. Just yeah. incredible. So good good for Guinness for the pivot. <laughs> Thank you, Dom. If you still have landline phone service, you may have noticed that your monthly bills have been skyrocketing. That's because the FCC no longer regulates copper lines and phone companies are jacking up the price of their service. UMA is an internet home phone service that lets you keep enjoying the safety and peace of mind of a home phone without paying an arm and a leg. In fact, with a one-time purchase of the UMA Tello, you get internet home phone service for free. All you pay are applicable taxes and fees. Unlike mobile phones, UMA has address-based 911, so dispatchers will know exactly where to find you in an emergency. In the event you call 911, UMA can send a text alert to loved ones. UMA even includes a free mobile app so you can take your home number on the go. And don't worry, you can keep your home phone number for a one-time fee or get a new one for free. Setup is easy. It takes less than 10 minutes. Stop paying too much for home phone service. Visit UMA.com slash Gordon Deal today to get a special discount. That's O-O-M-A dot com slash Gordon Deal. Thanks for spending time with us. Welcome into Friday. Tech tips to improve your life. From Kim Commando, writing for USA Today. Number one, you might be tempted to change your TV's picture mode to game for sports. Don't. That's for video games. She says the best setting for football, for example, cinema or movie. Sports mode, she says, is generally too bright, so the game looks washed out. Number two, are you planning your summer? Campsites at top-tier national parks book out months or even a year in advance. If you want to snag a cancellation, check out the website CampFlare. It scans bookings at national parks, state parks, and national forests every 45 seconds. Eight minutes now in front of the hour on this morning. Once again, here's Nicole Murray. And now, the three big things you need to know. Number one. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis took the stand to testify yesterday regarding allegations of having an improper affair with Special Prosecutor Nathan Wade. The hearing's outcome could disqualify the duo from prosecuting former President Donald Trump on racketeering charges for alleged election interference in Georgia. Fonnie's testimony got heated. It's highly offensive when someone lies on you, and it's highly offensive when they try to implicate that you slept with somebody the first day you met with them, and I take exception to it. Willis will return to the witness stand today. Number two. Gaza's health ministry says four people in intensive care at its main hospital died yesterday after their oxygen cut off. Israeli forces had raided the facility in search of hostages abducted by Hamas. Secretary of State Antony Blinken says peace negotiations are still underway. We're now in the process um, with our counterparts uh, from Qatar, from Egypt, from Israel, in working on that and working very intensely on that with the goal uh, of trying to find, a, find an agreement. And I believe that uh, 
that it is possible. Meanwhile, Egyptian authorities are building a walled enclosure near the Gaza border to keep out fleeing Palestinian refugees. Number three. An informant who alleged that President Biden engaged in a bribery scheme with a foreign national during his vice presidency was arrested on charges of lying to the FBI. Authorities say the informant, Alexander Smirnov, had provided false derogatory information about Biden and his son Hunter. He is facing one count of making a false statement to a government agent and falsification of records in a federal investigation. OpenAI says it has expanded beyond text and images to offer video generation using artificial intelligence for the first time. The new model, called Sora, allows users to type out a desired scene and turns it into a high-definition video. Sora can also generate clips inspired by still images, extend existing videos, or fill in missing frames. Iowa star Caitlin Clark is officially woman, women's college basketball's all-time leading scorer. Clark recorded 49 points against Michigan yesterday, which brings her career total to 3,569 points. Can't stop scoring. Plus, I think 900 assists, 800 rebounds. She's a machine. Thank you, Nicole. This year, Dell Technologies wants to help you do amazing things with their best tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, powered by Intel Core processors and more. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com deals. Thanks for spending time with us. School bus driver Larry Farish Jr. is known in his community for going above and beyond. Now he's touching the hearts of strangers after an act of kindness went viral. Farish, who drives buses in Louisville, Kentucky, recently noticed a little boy named Levi was having a rough morning. Today.com says young Levi was sitting on the ground with a jacket over his head. Farish asked him as he was picking him up, what's going on? What's wrong? That's when Levi, a first grader at Englehard Elementary School, explained through tears that he did not have pajamas for pajama day at school. So Farish closed the bus doors and watched as Levi slid into his seat away from his friends and got an idea. After Farish finished up his morning roots, he headed to a family dollar store and purchased two pairs of pajamas for Levi. Then he headed over to Levi's school to make things right. That'll do it for this hour. For Nicole Murray and Dom Savino, I'm Gordon Deal. Thanks for listening to This Morning, America's First News.